0: Yeah, what episode is this? <laughs> this is episode eighty nine <laughs> of Slendercast. Eighty nine, that's right. Because ninety is a big one. Eighty nine, and feeling fine. Ninety is indeed going to be a big one. All right, so look, we got a couple of things we want to say. Right, what are we going to talk about first? We've got a question from Greg. We've got <laughs> something. Hold on. Did, did Bob a have, what on the question from
1: Greg? Bob? No, Bob was just commenting. Just on, on commenting on the 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 daily rough. The the, the Manicity? No. The, Manic, the Manic yes. David Lee Roth podcast that he enjoyed, but he was he start wild, wild man.
2: <laughs> One needs to be wild highly excited. caffeinated and extremely busy, you know, to have that thing playing in the background or just watch it and watch it and get energized. There you go. You will, you will attain some energy from that, from that beast that is Mr. Roth. Uh, before we go anywhere, I want to say a big, big happy birthday to our friend Max. Who's listening from that de- way down in the valley? It's his birthday Saturday, so it's just gone. But we're 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 getting it to you today, Max. Happy birthday! And uh, stay playing, stay rocking. It's Can't a preview of his birthday. Yeah, no, the review, the review of the preview. Yeah, yeah. preview review. So uh, happy birthday, Max! Anyway, so uh, it's, yes, let's carry on. I just wanted to make sure because uh, I was going to be in trouble with uh, with uh, Miss Luna if I didn't. Uh, I, I think you. Will, I think you both should say happy birthday to Max too. Happy birthday, Max! Where
1: were they, Max? Twenty-one, finally. Yes,
2: he, he's he's a lot older than twenty-one here. But anyway, so uh, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. So where were we? How did how did last week's go with the with the with the three piece game? mobile? No, the, the oh, no, mobile no, podcast. The mobile podcast. Yeah, I thought that was fun. I thought it was yeah. the the reason why the camera stayed on the dashboard so long was about <laughs> our, our yeah. new tires. Oh yeah, Jay, <laughs> Jay, thanks Jay. Jay. Yes, happy birthday Jay. So uh, that was that was that was wonderful. And um, so so did he, did he did he just sent you a message? Sorry, back to Bob. Do, do, oh yeah, do, do we uh, on the
1: phone? Did he he just uh, that was it essentially? I think I think, I think he, he 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 watched it based on your recommendation, Patrick. And uh and, and he's a he's a big Van Halen. I mean, he's been a Van Halen fan since we were kids. I know that much. I could tell that. Yeah, he's a yeah, he, and, he's a, he's a smart man. And uh and uh but he just he just found the uh the uh the, the rapid fire delivery even a little bit more exhausting you know, manic than it was when we were kids, you know. And, and we had recorded <laughs> we had recorded the Us Festival back in eighty two, I think, or eighty one when Van Halen played. Remember the Us Festival, anybody? Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, I've seen videos
2: of it. I've, yeah, I've,
1: it's, so it was it was at like a two. They did one in '81 and one in '82. And on Metal Day, it was uh, I know it was Van Halen, and I sort of thought Judas Priest played and a couple other bands. It was this huge put on by uh, your buddy there, Apple Computers, there uh, uh, out there in California. Tim Apple. Tim <laughs> Apple. Um, and, uh, anyway, so they did a, uh, this radio, uh, Westwood one radio did an interview with Van Halen, I think before or t- directly after their show. And David Lee Roth was just like nonstop talking, but he was either coked or drunk or both. And just like, it's, and it was hilarious. I mean, cause it just wasn't making any sense at all. Uh, I I think obviously now I think he's sober. So. It's but it's still, it's just his brain. Yeah, it, it, and and what he goes works on. so fast. Yeah, and he works
2: in different. Um, he works on different levels of of consciousness than uh, I think a regular regular mm-hmm. people. I, I just I, I was just blown away by his his uh, his work ethic too. You know the the he wanted to be a paramedic in, in New York. He just wanted to learn that, and so he did it. You know, imagine coming to and finding david lee roth standing ah mm-hmm. um the other thing the other thing i think is genius about there's so many genius things you know we've been i've been just non-stop listening to uh to uh to van halen and i say van halen i don't mean sammy hager You piss off uh been listening to the thing the other genius thing david lee roth did was he's able to delegate <laughs> He didn't have to do anything. He can stand up there and just pose. I mean, just kick, jump, you know, pose. He, if you listen to the songs, he's he's mastered the, right, you guys do all the work. I'll go up here and just reap the benefits of it. Oh, yeah. Those guys are yeah. constantly playing their asses off yeah. and constantly being, uh, singing back up and holding the song down. And he can just, I'll, I'll just take this next verse off. You know, and, and he does, because of his smoking, uh, uh, you know his his throat and his breathing and all that stuff is just ruined. However, still that last archer you played that was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course a, you could do anything in the studio. Yeah, as, as we've found out. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I, I just just uh, and I, of course interview after interview, watching these old archived uh, historic, you know, prehistoric videos. It seems you know when uh, when Eddie was a kid, and they're talking about they're you know the, you know the breakup they're talking about yeah even before that and you can tell where all this animosity came from they're all so different in their in their of course the brothers alex and eddie are 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 tight-knit and you know fist fights and whatnot aside still always had each other's back and then you know you know and then fast forward to to you know to you know when they brought wolf in and they were able to i mean that that you know i love michael anthony
1: but you just can't deny wolf's abilities well he's technically kind of like his dad like almost like a virtuoso on that instrument you know just technically he's but just so the guitar you know, as well and yeah, drums I mean. but you know, i think i think you know the thing about you said about about david you know being the guy that just stands up front and can can fart and people go crazy because the band is having, I think, so much fun playing those songs. They're not—they're not a latent band. They're not going to be complacent. They're going to challenge themselves to play really interesting parts uh, for their songs. They're not going to be just like you know phoning it in because those are hard songs to play. I mean, yeah. even whether it's you know even Jamie's crying to get that right feel up to um, you know that some of the some of the new stuff that we heard on the record. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts but they're really enjoying it. So that allows them to be like, we're doing what we love to do. And then David gets to do what he loves to do, which is stand up front and, and and be David Lee Roth.
2: Yeah. It's, it's just the structure of those songs. All of them is right. You guys, you know, push this 18 wheeler up, up the hill. I'm going to stand on the uh, as a hood ornament. And I'm going to make it look. I'm going to make it
1: look good. <laughs> yeah, you know. And, well, that's and what you, that you, last record was. They yeah, were, they they did the studio work, and then David would come in at night and listen to what they did and put his lyrics to to what to what they'd already worked on. So mm-hmm.
2: I, 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 this comes from uh, an, an, another uh, Van Halen thing. But um, one thing that we haven't mentioned in quite a while is our video. We were all gung ho and ready to to get this video going. And our, our, our good friend Jason got sick and was hospitalized. And he is he, he's on the mend now, which is great. But we, we can't we shut all that down because we had put all our ideas into that Jason basket. And mm-hmm. we, we're still going to use Jason. We know when he's when he's
1: when he's ready to go. He's ready but, to go. You know he is. No, I talked to him. I saw him last night at the Beatle gig. He's uh...
2: Oh, that's right. You played last <laughs> yeah. night.
1: He is ready. Guess what r- day it is, he's, folks? Tuesday, is. you're right. Yeah. He's, mm. he's looking well, good. and he's feeling good, and he was, and he's. Oh, he's, that's he's, great. He's, I, I didn't he's, know. He's, he said, let me know when you want to do it. Okay. But he's ready. Good. Well, that,
2: scrap that last comment. Good. That's there good go. to know. Because I had, I had another idea uh, for, for a video <clears throat> because of Jason, uh, because I thought Jason was incapacitated. He's so I, good. That's good. Well That's about great news. Um, yeah. well, I, I had, I had texted him and, and told him, Hey, just let me know what you need when you're, you know, um, but we still might use this I- idea in that uh, we had talked about doing the, that one thing over in that place. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. And um, I think that we should still do that. And I, I, I just wanted to get this on in, in, in your heads so we could, move forward with this.
1: We're we going to meet me and Chad pushing a team up the hill and you're going to be on the hood ornament. That was just, that exactly. Was going? Exactly. Yeah. knew it, Chad. Come on, dude, help me out here. <laughs> yeah. So that's the video
2: yes. um, record <clears throat> being mixed as we speak. I'm excited yes. about that. I'm excited about that. Um, and I just, just again, to, to go, to go back to, uh, to uh, our Midwest jaunt. Mm. I do want to say again how incredibly gracious and wonderful John Nania, Sienna Nania, um, Jay Holland obviously, uh, Jill Holan, you know, the Tabakas came out, uh, we, and, and, uh, our, our friend Kelly Howe and his beautiful wife and their friends and stuff like that. Just all these people that are, you know, and, and of course, John Werner, who introduced us to Wichita, Kansas, it just, it's just, uh, and Michael Coakley for making the the the, the calendar work for us to mm-hmm. shove people out and put us in. I mean, just people that were that you know. If you ever, you know, if you ever wonder, you know, what a what a what a true friend is, you know, just 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 know that you know you 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 need to go up and down the Midwest. <laughs> you know, often they're just they're just salt <clears throat> of the earth. I mean that I mean that sincerely. Just like I still can't get over. The miles that we put on, and the the grace, I guess, in which we were accepted, and you know, just just waited on hand and foot, just 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 amazing people, wonderful, yeah. wonderful people, and I, I can't wait to do that again. I can't wait to get back and uh, back in the saddle and hit that stuff again. That was that was fun and uh, beautiful weather. Yeah. yeah, yeah, gorgeous. A little weather. windy the
1: last day, but everything else was was uh, was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody, was, everybody was super nice and friendly and giving and yeah it was great yeah
2: the travel design lounge in omaha too when they uh when we picked this ireland tour back up again we, we are in very very good hands shelby and kyle up there doing all the all the footwork for us so just just a, just a little a little side note there for the wind west too that was mm-hmm. phenomenal just to, <laughs> so much fun to do that and we t- made a
1: great time coming back too yeah we did we arrived right on time yeah yes we did even with, even with all the stops, I have to go to the bathroom.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. That was a remarkably smooth, smooth journey from start to finish.
2: Yeah. We didn't see anybody on the way home. Uh, I, we didn't see, uh, Nebraska, Kansas. We didn't see cars until we, we got
1: to Dallas. Yeah, really? Yeah. We're just outside Oklahoma city. Yeah. Oh, and the friggin' wind and the dust and shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I took the I, I washed the car
2: twice since, of course, it rained last night. But yeah, uh, uh, did, did that get, getting the bugs off was was a surgery. Yeah, a surgeon, mm-hmm. and and of course the, the 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 pasting it took with the with the the dust. But yeah, still, I, I do it again right now. I, I jump in the van right now and do it again. Chad slept all the way home. Yeah, yeah,
0: slept through Oklahoma anyway, and most. Of I, Texas. I
1: mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah I, know. yeah,
0: I was trying to figure out later like when you know what what i slept through i remember seeing seeing i mean i would woke up occasionally i remember seeing dallas coming up I like, oh, yeah. and then i think i woke up finally around when we we're in conroe and i was we surprised to see how close we were to home we
1: stopped for gas somewhere and we got out of the van and i went to use the bathroom and i came back out some guy was like i just heard a voice you know hey you've been playing and I was just kept walking, and he said, "Hey, you've been playing." I turned around. There's a guy looking at me because he saw the mm-hmm. ligerds t shirt. I was like, "Oh yeah, no, we just came up from coming back from up, up, up. He's like, "Oh, I used to go see you guys at uh, Molly's all the time." And I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah. Well, we're playing somewhere soon. Come and see us." <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: cool. cool. Yeah.
2: And so, what'd you guys? What, what'd you guys think about that show that we haven't played yet? That will have, <laughs> have come and gone when this airs. I thought it was
0: amazing. Really? Yeah. Turnout was. I thought
1: it was. uh, The turnout was good. Yeah. Yeah. The turnout was good. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Turnout was great. It was great. I mean, considering. Yeah. Considering you know the 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 fire that ravaged the place the night before. (laughs) (laughs) En fuego. (laughs) Yeah, that was. I think the trio
1: uh, format works pretty well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have young young uh, young master. Duncan on the next one. With the wild, what, is it Wildcatter next? Uh, November 6th at Wildcatter. Yeah. Wildcatter we're doing, uh, no, we got T-bones before that. T-bones, bones, T-bones right? on and the 23rd, we have, yes. We have Mr. Jeff Duncan on that one, too. We do. Lucky us. We've lucky, been looking forward lucky to see them. It.
1: Lucky fans that come and see yeah. us play with Jeff. Yeah.
2: Um, I do want to say thank you to Einstein's for a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful night. But uh, also, just if you're coming to see us at T Bone Tom's, make sure you call and make a reservation because that will be a crazy, crazy, crazy show. The weather's fantastic. The food's always great and staff are wonderful, but it's going to be very, 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 very difficult to get a seat,
1: so get yourself a table, call and
2: do we have a big announcement coming up?
1: We do. Are, are we are we announcing? Or are we? I'm not going to say anything, Cause I caught shit for it last time. I said something. Like, yeah, you like, did. Like, like like seven minutes ago. So yeah, I'm going to let did. you do the
2: do the announcement. Uh, announce the and when I feel yeah, safe. I don't. Seven, I, I don't it's think. Safe. I don't think we should announce. I think what we should do is, you know, for our for our wonderful Patreon members and our our uh, our incredible Slappercast listeners and watchers. So we know you? We know you're watching. I like to watch. (laughs) Yes, he does. I think we should. um, I I just think that we're going to have probably the biggest guest ever. (laughs) Next week. So far. Mm -hmm. far. I I don't know.
1: I don't know. He's kind of. Did I say he? You just say it's a he. So we know that much. All right. So wait, are we telling Patreon people who he is? We're telling everybody we're,
2: we're going to tell everybody who it is in time, but not right. Not now. right now. Okay. Not right now. Um, so I, I just, a c- couple of things had to line up for this and they lined up and we're again, you know, once, once it's, once it's in the can, as we say, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do the thanks to the, to those people. But, um uh, it, it's it's i just beside myself i am so giddy i'm so giddy about this guest and who is he, it who is it it's uh, to be to be announced tba animal vegetable and mineral yes <laughs> man camera tv woman place thing <laughs> yeah we're gonna have uh <laughs> place thing yeah uh and greg has a question for us too doesn't he he does Greg asks
0: us, who are some artists, bands, or solo performers that you guys did not like did not like when they came out or when they were popular? But now, don't mind as much.
1: <laughs> I love the don't mind as much. It doesn't yeah. necessarily mean we have to like them, yeah. but we won't rush to the dial to turn them off if they come on the radio. <laughs> yeah, Chumbawamba comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like them now? No.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I I did like that song. I liked that song when it came out first, the song kind of a fun song. It is a fun song. And it's, it's, it, I saw what they were doing. Mission accomplished everything after that. I don't
1: know. I don't know anything about them after that. I don't either. I think that they were like, like a collective, like a weird, like whoever shows up kind of a thing, or they were like a co-op or some fucking thing like that band. And then they put on an album, I guess. Yeah. but That song. That's all you need. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like emf you know just that one song is all you need
0: yeah you just retire on that one yeah. song yeah
1: well i think i heard somebody say that emf was like the equivalent of like whatever cheesy ass pop band that's in america is that they, they get treated like that in over in england oh yeah they're just like douchebags
0: yeah i have no idea what was their hit emf you're
1: unbelievable oh oh jeez. Oh, right uh The thing uh, uh, you say I've uh, got uh, okay. absolutely yeah, I mean, just, no idea yeah, what's this, going I mean, on. Just, here. just love it. Bullshit. bullshit. Can you do the second verse? Uh That's all I know. That was the first verse. Yeah, unbelievable. That's all I know. That's good.
2: Um, yes. There was a ton of uh what well, we talked about this in the show before. I hated with a passion not because of their music just because of them. But I hated the Duran Duran and spando Ballet and all that stuff, all these powder puff beings that 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 just dominated the airwaves. Now I listen to that music and I, the Cure and stuff like just just kicking myself. What was what was I thinking? How could I dislike this music because they're great players mm-hmm. and it wasn't. I, 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 I can't. I can't give you an example because I don't listen. I, 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 at least I don't know the names of these artists. Um, there's jingles and stuff that you'll hear on a commercial that are done by these people that push buttons in the studio. And, but the music then, you know, that those bands that I was that, that talking about, that I couldn't stand, the thought I couldn't stand. Then I hear, you know, I hear them broken down and I've heard them through the ages and, you know, redone and remixed and blah, blah, blah. And they're really, some of them are quite spectacular mm-hmm. musically. then, fast forward to today and I, I listened to some of the stuff that and it's obviously computer generated and it's obviously uh, auto-tuned. The vocals are very plastic and very like today's music. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I couldn't see myself ever going, Oh, that was, that was well done. I, yeah. I, I couldn't see that. Yeah. But with those bands that came out around that time, you know, I'd say, Oh, I never like that. And then, the, the, then you, then you, you know, you hear it later. And you, it's mm-hmm. mind boggling. And um, you know, the cure, uh, s- so good at writing those, those hooks and, 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 and Morrissey as well, you know, the Smiths. Yeah. Couldn't stand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started something. And then, <laughs> then, then you, then you, then you get to hear them, you know, you get to hear that, that music and Mick, um, guitar player. Mick yeah, Johnny Marr Johnny Marr so, Mick. Uh, Mick, Mick yeah their name is Mick Johnny Mick Johnny yeah, Mick Marr
1: so, yeah Johnny Marr he was uh, that guitar work, oh my god! To say that yeah. intro that, what's that song that every that blah yeah, as soon as now you hear that it's just like oh something something's cool is about to happen yeah. and actually the song is actually pretty cool that's a great song yeah, yeah. and if you if you, if you uh, I, I don't run with music anymore but
2: when I when I used to run with music that was my pace yeah that oh, is yeah. the perfect. Yeah, tempo. just you're not you're not racing, you're not walking. You're just in that in mm-hmm. that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's a <laughs> that's, that's a great cool song. song. Yeah. yeah, plus with you know band I, I'm not I don't I don't know so much I don't know Spandau Ballet except for that that one song, but like your Duran Duran's and your Cure's and your Smiths and stuff like that. I mean, those guys were actually musicians. They were actually people that yes. played their instruments. Yeah. Whether or not they played them all the time in the studio, I mean, I definitely I think the Smiths did I think The Cure did. Um, I know there was some, maybe some sampling and some other stuff with some of the Duran stuff, but those guys are all absolutely fucking players. Yeah. And they can play their instruments and they play them well. Yeah, And I, I, I again, I don't know the Spandau Ballet. I don't know the
2: makeup. I don't know the, the, the anatomy of that, how they created whatnot. I just know that Tony Hadley, the singer just was a great crooner, just yeah, a great, definitely just a great front man in that he was just beautiful voice. And, mm-hmm rich and you know kind of like michael hutchins of nxs killer voice whether you like the music or not you can't you, you just yeah not a fan uh part of me inside just well died. i just i i'm, t- I'm talking i'm <laughs> talking ability here we're we're talking yeah of course you know yeah. uh and simon lebon like or like his vocal style or not mm-hmm. I, I thought he was kind of thin and there's all the, there's that live aid moment where, where where his voice <laughs> cracked and again that's not usual for him. And you, that pressure that you're under in front of such an, uh, put all that aside. Simon LeBond had great lyricist. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, you just don't, you miss it because the music was so back then. I thought it was so fluffy and, and just waste of space. And then you push forward, and you hear oh, everything yeah. clears up, and you see mm-hmm. you, you, you're able to to dissect that yeah. those songs, and they're brilliant.
0: Straddle so. the line like discord and rhyme mm. from Hunger. Chad, L-, like Chad just wrote that.
1: What? Just,
0: that was just one of those lines. I was like, yeah. what the hell is he saying? I looked that up. I was like, wow, well, that's actually pretty heavy.
1: That's cool. Well, plus you're listening to it with you know maybe a little bit more <clears throat> mature ears. So when we're at that age, we're really into. I was into. You know, you were, too, you were, I can't, I don't know about Chad, but you know, we were into hard rock and metal and, and, you know, ah, fuck that, that pop shit, that's yeah. stupid. And I get older, it's like, oh, that shit's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, the thing about being actual musicians is something we totally took for granted when we were growing up in the 80s, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Especially you look at, like we are saying, like t- today, where a lot of the top artists aren't even musicians technically. <laughs> well, it's you funny know?
1: because I, I was talking, I forget who I was talking with, but um, they were making a, a point about, like, you know, like kids today, they hear all this stuff that's auto tuned and then they hear stuff of somebody just singing, and they they can't they're 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 perplexed by it because it's it doesn't make any it doesn't register to them that that's actually what a voice is supposed (laughs) to sound sound like. like, You know, I mean, it's kind of true. I mean, if if you were a a twelve year old now, I mean, the last twelve years, all you've heard is anything that's been released has either been super digitally processed or it's been auto tuned, and it's like you hear somebody sing like the guy from spandau ballet who's i can't believe you knew that guy's name but wow i don't know anybody from spandau ballet i wouldn't know a spandau ballet if i was kicking one but um it's pretty funny but um but uh <laughs> but those down. guys could sing i mean all those guys could i mean there's a reason why yeah those guys are great singers they can i, sing I do know
2: there's the kemp brothers as well in spandau well, i don't know their names but they the they all brothers kemp, kemp brothers yeah but they went they all went on to uh <clears throat> uh acting and uh Apparently, did pretty well from what I understand. Interesting. I'll, take, I'll have to goggle that later. Yeah. So there you go.
1: There's even more Sponda <laughs> Chad, what, uh, what about you? You haven't answered the question yet. Well,
2: he, he he
0: mentioned two of the ones that uh, the first band that always comes to mind is Duran Duran. I, don't, when I think about it because I totally did not take them seriously at all uh, when I was a teenager. Um, because, Are you sorry? Do you I am, f- I'm very sorry. Okay, sorry, Simon. <laughs> sorry, John uh, and Roger and whatever the keyboarder's name is
1: all the taylor brothers yeah yeah <laughs> right. the
0: three of them right there none of them related yeah I, I just didn't 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 get it um until much later i was like you know those are really good songs and you're already saying they're really they're actually really good musicians and good showmen and good good just presentation everything they did was just really well done good lyricist um and the smiths as well i i I had a friend of mine made a tape for me um, when it was eighty five or something, and he put "How Soon Is Now" and that joke isn't funny anymore on there. And I liked two of those songs. Those two songs I liked, but everything else I heard from this mess at that point, I was just was just annoyed by because it just sounded whiny and complaining, you know, and exactly
2: what he set out to do,
0: yeah, right. And it wasn't until years later I listened to that stuff again. It's like now I get it, you know, I understand what he was singing about now, and I really, really love that stuff. Although. Morrissey himself has turned out to be kind of a kind of a douchebag. <laughs> That's a whole other story. And there's tons of other bands. I mean, the, the, those are the two bands I can think of that really I kind of fit the, the specificity of what Greg was asking. But there's tons of bands that I, when I first heard, I didn't didn't dig, did couldn't appreciate them until later. Mm. You know, the bands that wound up having a big impact on me too. Like, like, Talking Heads, I didn't like the first time I heard them. Mm. Um, David Bowie, I didn't like. The, First time I heard them,
1: um, <laughs> was that the band you said? David Bowie. Oh, David, really? Yeah, yeah.
0: And going much further into the future too, or uh, more more recent past, Iron Maiden. You know, when when, when I first heard them back in the eighties, I couldn't appreciate it until. So I didn't really get get to dig them until you know we listened to it in the van, you know, whatever it was, fifteen years ago. We all have bands like that, right? I mean, like not necessarily bands that you, that you, we didn't like when they were popular, but bands when we first heard them are like i don't get it and then later you're like okay now i get it
1: i guess that's kind of what the question is i think i mentioned howard jones at the beginning like my yeah. sister was big howard jones fan growing up and i was like yeah it's just it sounds like pop fluff to me and then later i heard it, it was like oh kind okay, of, yeah I really well executed songs good playing mm-hmm. um him and the fix was another band too See, they're all 80s bands oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. most of them are british which is weird but um the fix I thought were okay, and then I, then they put out a couple live videos. And seeing them play live on, I mean, on TV, not in concert. But I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like most things, when you see it live or you hear it live, it's like, oh, this makes a whole lot more sense to me now. And I, and again, another band that guys that could actually play their instruments and they played them yeah. fairly well, very well. Mm-hmm. So obviously, but yeah. I can't think of anybody really else that I was. I mean, like, Wham. I just never. I know you wear the shirt. Sorry. But uh, just uh, not that sure. But, um, you know, I just, that was it's, too much under here. for me. Um, Culture Club was always something that I was just more visually just like, what is this all about? Oh,
0: uh, you know, oh, kind oh, of guys. But the songs, I still don't like them. <laughs> songs,
2: just, I just don't get it. I, I don't get that at all. I, I, I understood where the pop world landed on them or where they landed on the pop world. I understood that. But I just could not get over how bad... That, that that was the marketing. That was the genius of marketing that, yeah, yeah. whatever that thing was. Yeah. And <clears throat> at this that time.
1: androgynous thing. And that was a big thing, too, in the 80s was this, the androgyny thing started, like the Spandau Ballets yeah. and the Frankie Goes to Hollywood and yeah. the, the Boy George, and even the Eurythmics, who are fucking awesome. Eurythmics sure. yes. are great. I love your, Danny no, yeah. Lennox and Dave Stewart. What the yeah. hell? Mm-hmm. Come on. Stop it. Um, but, um, but the rest of that stuff was like, all right, so we can kind of push this you know, and the, and the music, like you said, Spandau Ballet was, fun. I mean, the, I mean, the Wham stuff was popular, the Boy George stuff was popular, but I just didn't. Yeah,
2: I didn't just, get that, didn't and like I didn't it. get the Frankie Go to Hollywood either. I, not in the slides, but I did get Madness from the, from the first uh, Night Boat to Cairo, or whatever the first one, I think that was one of the first one I heard. And I loved, still love Madness, still loves it. And the specials I didn't really get until a little bit later on, then I really liked the Very specials, valuable. and yeah. just... Uh, I, did, did, I didn't get. He went on to do Fun Boy Three. I wasn't uh, wasn't into that, but the, uh, I liked the beat. Uh, uh, they became the English beat, I guess later on. But uh, loved that band and I, I, and Bad Manners and all that ska stuff. That was oh, yeah. that was that was very cool, and I still like that stuff. It's not stuff I can listen to over and over again, mm-hmm. but uh, I got that right off the box and uh, the. Uh, the, the, the you know, say Frankie goes to Hollywood. I never understood that shit. I never understood how there were so many people and they could still sound so bland. Yeah. You know, the great, great beats and great uh, production on the.
1: Yeah. I think Frankie was more like they they kind of catered to the gay kind of dance club scene kind of thing. Maybe that's why you weren't into it. Well, I'm oh, going to go back and that's right though. up your alley now. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. um, Come to like, Frankie. Like, yeah. The, the, you know, the, the The gay and lesbian thing in the '80s was kind of like, I think because of like the Boy Georges and the Frankies and the Spandos, and they kind of tried to make it the wild, you know, the Wild West guys. They tried to make it like marketable. And I was just saying, oh, so Timbuk 3 in the later '80s, Timbuk 3 had that hit with uh, "Future's So Bright, I Gotta Wear Shades." They're from from Um. up the up the road in Austin. That song was really popular and very. If you go listen to that song right now, very '80s, very dated. And I was like, "eh, that song is okay." And I end up seeing them live. Uh, they opened up for Sting on the on the Soul Cages tour. When I saw them up in up in Mansfield, Massachusetts, and I was like, "Oh, Timbuk 3 opening up." They were really fucking good. I and mean, They were a really good band. And that's the only song I knew was that Shade song. But I mean, everything else was just like, oh, "These guys are really good." Hmm. So, but it didn't mean I turned my I didn't change my mind about them. I didn't run out and buy the Timbuk 3 record. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: I, don't, I don't want to do that. But. <laughs> I met that bass player uh, in Austin a couple of a long time ago. The girl, I can't remember what her name is. She's was playing a show, and I was playing after. And yeah, said, 10. "Oh, by the way, I saw you play at Mansfield back in '91 or whatever it was." Oh, cool. You know. Cool. So. What about you, a- see the, you? See the most vid- the recent video that speaking at Austin. You see the most recent video that Hunt Sales posted on Instagram. No, him and Bowie and it's, t- it's Tim. Oh, Machine, wait, I did see it. Yeah. Tim yeah. Machine playing. Mm-hmm. So and, why? Why are you gonna lie? Come on, dude. And Bowie and Hunt are not wearing shirts and. Tony and Reeves are wearing jackets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down shirts versus sleeves, shirts versus, <laughs> shirts versus skins on the, uh, on the comments. So
0: I thought you meant when you first said, I thought you were saying something new. They posted.
1: I know. I, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's new to us. Yeah. Cause it's on the internet now. Anyway. What about, what about bands
0: that we used to like that we no longer like? Are there any bands like that? Like you listen to them now are like mm. <laughs> things we used to like when we were kids.
1: I mean, there's, I think for me, there's plenty of classic rock stuff. Just because it's been heard when you first hear, it, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, especially being a kid and being exposed to music. You know, like I remember we had these older friends that would come over and they would always play, like you know, the Eagles and Boston and all that stuff that was popular back then. And I'm like, you know, when you're a kid, and you're learning about music. You're like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And you get older, you're like, oh my god, that stuff is terrible. Mm. Like especially the Boston stuff. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, Boston was. It's it's just.
2: It was that smooth finish across the top of the, every song. It's like a, they're
1: like a rock band, but they, but, but they're, but, but they're, they're, they're playing on Fisher price toys. Yeah. It's very pleasant sounding. Yeah. It's just like, there's it's no an, edge to it. Exactly. And, but I mean, technically, I mean, they they were, and, 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 and to their, and to their credit, they like, we only wanted to be a studio band. Like yeah. Tom Schultz is like, I only want to play in the Tom studio Schultz because band. he was a nerd, you know, and he, he invented that little tiny amplifier thing mm-hmm. and all these guitar effects and stuff like that. Or, yeah. But they're like, no, no, you got to go on the road. They're like, shit. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I'm you know, gonna do this thing now.
2: Yeah, if, I, if when I hear that, when I hear that uh, Boston stuff, it sounds like a hairdryer. Um, yep. sounds like a hair. It's got that whiny thing. It's just missing mm. all. It's but it's just missing all that low, all that, all that you know, mm. stuff that just kicks you in the face. You know. Mm.
1: The it's only just, stuff that stuck with me when they come over is I had the older cousins and they play, my dad, had all these all these uh, Beach Boy compilations. And I, I really, I mean, that I, that I could hang on to. That mm-hmm. I could get. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. And then listening, you know, you get older, you like the, playing the Bad Company records and all that kind of shit. I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. My brother had all the Liz Zeppelin records. Oh, that's interesting. It's cool. All the Rush records and all that stuff. But then you get older and, you know, growing up like I did, I had to you know, listen to a lot of radio in the car and just like, that shit's been hammered to death. I mean, the, I mean, you got to appreciate it for what it was, but now it's just like, I can't turn the volume, I can't turn the radio off quick enough. Mm-hmm. The radio's on. I don't need to hear. We joke about the Superstar, or whatever that song is called, by Bad Company. Oh, oh yeah. yeah superstar, yeah, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, Johnny died one day. Yeah.
2: yeah. Stupid star. <laughs> Stupid star. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, the, the lyrics in that. Just, just print them out. I yeah. just... Yeah, you know, plaster them all over your yeah. padded cell and drop them from a plane, and yeah. you know, this is propaganda. Yeah. This will yeah. make you- its awful. Um, bands like the, the 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 bad company shit and, and stuff like you could again just hammering down your point. I could listen to that in the car without jumping out the window. <laughs> now, not so much. Um, another uh, other you know, again, same same thing with a Bob Seger or something like that. I could listen to it as a kid. And now that stuff has just been uh, drilled into it's, your brain. Yeah, and then working in the clubs at 2 o'clock oh, yeah. in the morning, mm. you know, when they put those songs on uh, Sweet Child of Mine, Bohemian Rhapsody, Paradise City, you know all this
1: stuff that they play at the end of the night to get people singing and they get to oh. No, that's when they get to play all the music that no one likes to get them to leave. Like, play all the B-sides of songs that people
2: don't know. Yeah, you, you know. say that, but they stand around. How many times have you seen that bachelorette party standing in a circle screaming at the top of their lungs? Journey. To, I mean, don't to, stop Journey believing. any time of the day is not good. I'll never stop believing. Yeah. When you, 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 <laughs> And
1: everybody's screaming it at the top of their lungs to, hey, I know this one. And, to oh, I, I want to put a challenge to our fans of, of, of the podcast right now, and I want you to count... How many episodes have we bagged on the Eagles uh, uh, over, over the last few months? Because this is definitely another one where we're gonna we're gonna bag on the Eagles. <laughs> well let's
2: let's 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 uh, let's dedicate after our massive announcement. Oh my god, I can't yeah. wait. Yes. Let's uh, let's do a whole show on just dogging the eagles. I'm it's just kidding.
1: Easy. I'm just kidding. I, I, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. It's too easy. I can't do it. Um So, what was the question? The question is Are the bands that we used to like, we don't like anymore? Yeah. All those bands we just mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But the but you know, the the Bob Seger thing, I kind of come back around to because when I was a kid, you know, I remember going to like a couple parties with the Burnout Girls. We had, you know, we had the Preppy Girls and we had the Burnout Girls. And the Burnout Girls were way more fun and and, and way cuter. And they would play Bob Seeger all the time at the parties. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> but then you get a little bit older, you're like, oh God, do I need to hear against the wind one more time <laughs> or, or whatever. And now that I'm older and looking back on my youth, it's like, oh, that's, that was kind of fun back then. And when a Bob Seeger song comes on, I don't rush to turn it off.
2: Yeah. At least with the Bob Seeger stuff, you're getting, uh, you're getting a real, you know, he's putting, he's putting down, uh, I watched this wonderful, uh, I only this 20 minutes long, but it was Brian Johnson from ACDC and Mark Knopfler during a tour, they're both from Newcastle and doing oh, it's just incredible watching Brian Johnson of ACDC, just tear up listening to Mark Knopfler sing and play, you know, cause like Bob Seger, he puts his, he right. puts his life into these songs. Sure. And, and, you know, and again, for you, you have to do a little bit of digging and you have to use your imagination, but so does the aforementioned sir, David Lee Roth, you know, they put all that stuff into their, into that. That's why, you know <laughs> just uh, running down a road just to shoot my low whatever whatever the lyrics. Oh, the Eagle yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. those guys they were just, hey, hey, let's uh let's let us uh let us let us write a song about checking out chicks and we'll harmonize and that's it. Yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> that's the song. Cha ching. Yeah. Bob Seeger is like the homeless man's, you know, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> and Bruce Springsteen though know, is two paychecks away from getting evicted anyway. So it's kind of a kind of a weird like, you know, cycle of uh well, I, I I always Americana. I always said that that
2: John Bon Jovi is the uh, he's the uneducated Bruce Springsteen. He's the he, <laughs> he's the guy that he's the guy that doesn't read.
1: Then and then of I course, course I saw an interview. Credit, I think. huh? i was giving him too much credit. I think.
2: Yeah, but I saw an interview with him the other day, and he turns out to be a, a good guy. I was like, damn it. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I've heard he's I've heard he's a very nice person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It pissed me off because yeah, I hate him. Bon Jovi. I hate Bon Jovi. God damn it! I gotta uh, throw something. Yeah, that's a, that's, I, an
0: ex, that's an example of band that I didn't like back then. Still don't like them. So, Mother I, crew, I, yeah, I, I think from the uh, eighties. Uh, yeah, yeah, all those bands. Ugh.
2: When I first moved to the states in eighty uh, seven, I, I worked in a place called Faneuil Hall in Boston, and there was a guy that used to walk the. You know, I guess in in in, in every <laughs> in every town there's a there's a mall and there's a place to, or there was because fucking people don't leave their houses now, right. and I'm not talking about COVID shit. I'm talking about just you know these this this these people of a certain age just don't fucking leave their house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so there was all these places that you could go to be seen and to see, and Faneuil Hall was one of those places that the tourists love, but also the kids loved to go to be seen and to see Oh, and this was there was a guy and he had the acid. i could see it clear as day acid washed jeans yes. tucked into the cowboy boots <laughs> yes and the whatever jacket was you couldn't see but the hair the hair looked like one of those plants it was and it was can we just say that the jacket had fringes on it can we just say definitely no, definitely did black leather Yes.
1: Nice.
2: And, and and the and the I the, can see it now. The silver you know, the silver
1: oh, the, the zippers and stuff. Oh, no, the, the, yeah, the
2: medallion looking things oh. on them as yeah. well as oh yeah. I
1: like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh he would walk Sorry. Mm. He, mosey, no. Strut, no. Str- no prance? Prance? Maybe. Prance, yeah. But it was it was a slow prance. Mm. Like a prance. <laughs> but it was a sachet maybe it's a, a sachet is know. still too manly i don't want to take too away from the visual but it was hysterical because that was the bon jovi time that was that was bon jovi's time and he would i mean just just i i i think he's probably the only person in history that would and i imagine that he wore out his mirrors at home you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he uh, 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 being like, a, like it's just,
1: just, just a, just a a gaping hole in the wall. I have two questions for you. Number one, do we think that maybe he was trying to be like a Bon Jovi impersonator to get his picture taken with people? And two, where were you working in Faneuil Hall?
2: I was working in a place called the Monkey Bar. I worked in two, I had three places. Monkey Bar, which served non-alcoholic. Um, I was drinking back then. Oh, so so we we had different drinks. Than we fair enough. Uh, but it was Monkey Bar. Um, God, I just remembered his name. Jay Black owned it. Was it Jay? I think I'm right.
1: Whew. Where did that come from? I don't know. Let's uh it's like reverse uh, Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Or do I?
2: <laughs> um, okay, so one, no, he wasn't smart enough to to be an impersonator to get his picture taken with fair enough. Two, what was the second question? I'm, I'm Where are, probably, are you working? You said
1: Monkey Bar. Monkey Bar. Bar the second a, place not, I worked not, was A
2: la Carte. Which is? Oh,
1: four places.
2: Jesus Christ. Uh, Jay owned both of those places. So I worked at A la Carte for a little bit. What was A la Carte? Uh, it was uh, <sighs> like a
1: restaurant
2: or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was food. It was basically a lot, lot, lot of. Uh, it would kind of be like uh, if I had to compare it to something today, it would probably be like a, a La Madeleine or a. Okay. Do they still have the Au Bopin? Up in uh, uh Massachusetts. I don't know if
1: they maybe. Massachusetts they might. Yeah. Up B- back east, yeah.
2: Yeah, kinda like that, but but a little bit. It was think of La Madeleine, but think of with flavor. That okay. was, you know, you know, so Fair so, so ch- chicken, you know, yeah, rosemary chicken. I can never forget the smell of that. But it's like a delicatessen, yeah, right. with sandwiches and whatnot. Decent. There's two places. Two, two places. Two Other place was called a Bagel. <laughs> I don't know who on that. And it was an Irish chap. I uh, can't remember his name. Con- Connor. I should remember that name. And uh, got me that. Man, talk about it. I thought I'd forgotten all of this. Uh, say no to drugs, kids. <laughs> um, uh, bagel shop. And then the other place was, was that four? No. That's three so far. Three. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, of course it is. John Redmond would shoot me in the face if I didn't re- remember. It was a taco place. It was a taco place. My friend, Billy Stamatis was the manager and Massachusetts tacos. I can- yeah. Oh, you want to talk? Oh, my God. I can I remember- wanna talk
1: about it. Talk about it.
2: Oh, <laughs> let's just cut it off there, folks. Thank you. Good night. Uh, what was it called? Anyway, that's Senor com, O'Shea's com, or something
1: stupid com, like that. That's, that's a much better name than we had. was um, uh, damn it. Uh, well, the reason I asked is because Faneuil Hall was the first time I was a kid when I went, but first time I saw my dad eat uh, raw oysters, the little raw bar that they At had. New England, uh, no, it's not, New not England. legal seafoods, no. They had like a, it's kind of like a, like a, kind of almost open air. They had like a little yes. bar. Yeah. And they g- you could get your oysters at the bar. That was beer. the guy
2: that got me the, he, he uh, I just filled in some shifts down at the bagel place. Okay. That was the guy. It wasn't Connor. It was, it, it was his partner in crime, two Irish guys. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, incredible mind. But, you know, I don't mean brilliant workers. Not at all. Just funniest. Yeah. Funniest. I'll remember, I'll remember, that. I can't remember. I, I can't believe I remembered the, uh, monkey bar guy's name. Um, <laughs> that's funny. And Tracy Ryan was the manager of a la carte. And uh, I mean, back in the day, that place was just, uh, I'll tell you another thing about.
1: Just remember hall. folks, I want to just remind you that we were talking about Bon Jovi and now we're at Faneuil hall. Yes. In yes. Boston, Massachusetts. But
2: this is, this is, this is Bon Jovi time. This was the time sure. that they, that they, that they did their thing. And I, I blame them. I, I blame them for a lot a lot of <laughs> bad a lot of uh stuff that I that I did wrong. Mm-hmm. But um so one of the guys I worked with at, at the monkey bar, uh I don't want to say his name, Dana, because uh, it's a girl's name. Uh he uh used to was uh, this is when car alarms came out. They were first, you know, you hear all these different um, um, the right for all these yeah, yeah. They came in. He and his friends, uh, within no time at all, they just come out. They learned how to steal them out of the cars and resell them. (laughs) They were stealing car alarms out of cars, out of these brand new cars and reselling them. Yeah, you know, and he offered me, this is how clever he was. He offered me a a thing. I didn't have a car. Yeah. I'm going to put it on a stray cat. Piss off, (laughs) you know. Mm. But yeah, stealing car alarms out of cars.
1: Anyway so John Bon Jovi detour. people people yeah detour isn't that a uh Bon Jovi record I don't know Slippery One Wet I don't know no I don't know it's funny cause it's Something you know, want to talk about they've been showing space balls on the uh on the uh the moving picture box and uh the when when Lone Star shows up it's a Bon Jovi song that uh made that made it they made the movie soundtrack so it's like ugh. Mm. yeah only bad thing about Spaceballs. so I don't know anything about, I don't know Mel Brooks comedian Movie director, yes, love Mel Blazing Saddles. Didn't see Spaceball. Uh, maybe I did. I th- might be his last really interesting one. Because he did Men in Tights after that, and huh. just I know weird. I didn't do that.
0: I don't know what he's done. I mean, I, he, he was on a Curb Your Enthusiasm, a couple of seasons of that, but I haven't. I don't know anything he's done of his. I own. mean, I
1: mean, directorial, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe we'll get him to shoot our video. The best thing about Men in Tights is that Dave Chappelle shows up in it.
0: Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs>
1: he, he plays... Uh, God, somebody. that was a while He lot plays of somebody. That. I can't remember what his character he plays.
0: Yeah. I didn't That's see you.
1: that. Huh? His name is Achoo. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can imagine what the joke is after yeah. that. I don't remember. Gary always plays Robin Hood. and well, Anyway. All uh, right. Thanks, Bon Jovi. Yeah. Thanks, Bon Jovi. You've definitely sent us down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Of...
2: Did you, did you, did, did did you, uh, is there any phase of, you know, obviously the eighties was probably the biggest influence musically, but was there any fad, was there any uh, fashion fad that you fell into? Did you? Fuck yeah.
1: What's your, what's your, what's your least or most memorable or. Uh, zippers on the shirts and, and leather ties, skinny, super skinny leather oh, ties. Really? Did that
2: too? Did that too?
1: My sister and I were just talking about that the other day. Apparently really? there's some, there's some TV show that's coming out and there was a, there was a catalog you could get called commander salamander or something like that. And it was all like the eighties, like, you know, leather pants and shirts with zippers all over them and that's right that's how i learned how to sew i taught myself how to sew oh yeah so
2: i could sew zippers all over Make my jeans own, yeah, and all over yeah. My, yeah
1: you know spiky wristbands and still have them you know yeah japanese uh bandanas and stuff like song, that yeah. yeah stuff like that and so apparently there's some show that is recreating the 80s and they put up a commander there was a commander salamander store and i think in georgetown um uh, washington dc and uh and, uh, and so she reminded me of that. And it brought back like, Oh yeah. Learning how to tie a tie when you were 12 years old. Cause you had these like red and black skinny leather ties. And yeah. Did Czech you, boards, of course,
0: I had a mullet when I <laughs> was too. 15, I 16. Yeah. yeah. Although we didn't call them mullets back then. I don't know when that was called became fashion
1: a thing. back then.
2: Yeah. It was just it was See, a I, cool I, haircut I, back then. Yeah, I didn't have, I didn't have a mullet, but my hair, <laughs> well, I let my hair grow out. So my hair was down to here and then it was long and back. And it was
1: very, very straight. Have you always had long hair? Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. I mean, since you were, obviously not as a child, but...
2: So. I, I cut it in 87 when I came to the States. Yeah. And then I never cut it again. Sure. Well, why would you?
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I had to find out, my, I think it was my first driver's license picture, has, when they, they made minors turn to the side back then. It was just a way for people to easily identify, oh, you're underage. I still so make my the,
1: minors turn to the
0: side. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I, in that picture, I have this just massive
1: mullet with really long, hint, really long bangs, and really long in the back. I got mine permed one time. I got the back all curly, but I had spiky hair on the pictures, top. You got to pictures. Well, well let's, we, we should all try to bring in a picture next week, and we'll yeah. post it. Well, put it. Okay. Give it to me. Uh, put, I can find. Well, give it to me while I'm
0: editing the show, because I could put it. I could drop them into the show. The only
1: place I know that it is is that. Oh look, I think I think I got one at home. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a picture of a picture. It's it's wild. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I don't glasses know glasses and I, shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've seen at least one picture of you when you're like 16, 17, uh, which is weird because it just looks like Connor. <laughs> but, yeah. But almost every picture I've seen of you from that, from that period. Yeah. I, I, I didn't really get into for a while. on when I was like 13, 14, I was kind of into that. Open
1: the back. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I was into that whole, uh, I bet you were, what was it? I'm trying. There were, there were two like brands. There were two brands of, 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 of clothing that were based on surfing gear even though I wasn't a surfer, oh, but that was uh, OP? what it was. OP yes. O P and PCH Pacific Coast Highway. Those are, that was the two brands. Was it O P was that the main, that was the main ones, right? Uh, was Ocean the ones. Pacific. So then, I,
1: then I started skateboarding in the late eighties. So I was into Pal Peralta clothing and, and, uh, and, uh, vision streetwear and all that kind of shit. Remember, you remember that kind of stuff? I, don't, uh, I, remember, I remember the names. I don't vision remember streetwear. Yeah.
0: So, but there were vans, you know, you'd wear vans, you know the checkered stuff which you still wear
1: i I bought my first which pair was, of vans in eighty eight I think yeah,
0: and then I'm I still had I had a lot of t- shirts the pacific coast highway t shirts which had they were like most of them were long sleeves with these pictures of of beaches with
1: palm trees and yeah. stuff on them always is what people wore yeah oversized shirts, yeah if you were if you wore a medium, you bought an extra large that kind of stuff, yeah,
0: and parachute pants were just yeah. load. Now we're I, talking. I don't know if I ever actually had a, a pair of actual parachute pants, but that whole style with the with the, the you know that that nylon fabric, yeah, whatever it is, with zippers in weird zippers. places, it yeah. was like
1: the original cargo, cargo pants. Yeah, cargo pants. I yeah.
0: was I really loved cargo pants. I had Damn. several pairs of those. Fucking love those things. We need
1: to have a gig where we wear like in our old eighties outfits <laughs> and shit. That'd be wild, right? Oh, Halloween. Yeah. Oh, we're not playing Halloween. I, that, that we know of. I turned that we know. I turned down a couple, but and yeah.
0: I did have a pair of vans around the, around that same time. I was wearing PCH. T-shirts and stuff i had I had i don't think I only had one pair, and for some reason it was just really hard for me to get vans I bought my that. first
1: pair of vans in a store in Portland, Maine, and I wore them until they basically fell off my feet they got either they got split right here, and I thought oh it's the eighties, it's still kind of cool mm-hmm. and then i got then I was in the airwalks, which is a skateboard shoe oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I never had the parachute pants, I never did that, but I did sew the
2: like we told sew the zippers on the jeans and right all over my jeans draw the logos of all the bands on there
1: and I uh, did all that. And I just, um, you get the rip knees. Did you put, put then you just kind of like slowly just kind of take my, a razor blade to it and kind of rip it up a little bit. My, or?
0: my jeans all got ripped in the knees, but it was all for me crawling around the we floor. Know what you were doing yeah. but being on the floor in my, in my bedroom, making tapes. $20. And uh,
2: was like uh,
0: then. that was like a rite of passage. That when I went, I was always looking forward to the point where jeans would start getting holes in the knees. Mm hmm. But now, now the holes appear in different places. So well, <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> makes it very prop- popular yeah. if you go
2: back to jail. <laughs> I, re- I really think it was it was because of
0: being being in my room back then and and being on the floor like making tapes and things like that that I just didn't do later for some reason. That like, was just it always happened. I would get holes in the knees with all my jeans when I was a teenager. It was and fashion, like, and then. Jean well, it became fashion. Yeah. And then I thought it was ridiculous that well, it was around that time that they started selling jeans selling with the holes it, yeah. in them already. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. 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 But I, I never needed. <laughs> I ain't got holes anyway.
1: You're like, I'm wearing Yeah, just $150 worth of jeans right here. Yeah. 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 So fashion was, yeah, 80s. I think, I think, the, I think the thing is like, you know, we, we sort of kind of all came, well, a little bit older, but we all kind of came up at the same time and the same music. And I mean, people talk about the eighties and it really was kind of a very formative decade for a lot of things, it, and, you know, musically, visually with, you know, MTV being created at that time. And then the advent of videos and, and the whole fashion thing and whatever, look back on it fondly, but it's also like, Ooh, there's some terrible, terrible choices made back then yeah. as well.
2: Yeah. wouldn't change it. wouldn't change it for a, for a second. So, uh, so big announcement forthcoming. Yeah. And wonderful. I can't uh,
1: stand to wait. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: I know. You know, two people in particular that, that made this happen. Mm -hmm. And we're so grateful
1: for that. We can't mention them.
2: And No. We'll
1: wait.
2: We'll wait. We'll do it all together. But it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. We're, 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 uh, uh, and thanks to you at home where, you know, our numbers have gone up and, the people watching on YouTube and listening to it and on whatever platform you, you know, it's, it's, it's been climbing and, uh, you know, the, the timing is great because I, I think this is, uh, this is definitely, definitely one of my favorite people, you know, in a long, long, long time. So that said, uh, you know, thanks for coming out to see us at Einstein's. We'll be back there soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all at T-Bone Tom's coming yeah. up. And uh, Wildcatters, our first time playing there out in Katy. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, a lot of stuff going on. And, uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, plenty, of, <laughs> we got plenty of, of stuff that we need to, uh, to um, drag you out and come see. And, 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 you know, excited about getting this record done. Video. And uh, lots of stuff. So, so just, you know, thank you all for, for being so, so, uh, so helpful to us. Yeah. Especially our Patreon.
0: Yes. Ever thank so you very much.
2: Wonderful. Wonderful. And happy birthday, Max. Did I say that? Happy birthday, Max. You did. Thank did. <laughs> all right. Let's go rehearse.
0: All right. Yes. Thanks, That's everybody. Great. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye.